Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the 3-0 Take, where we talk all things Major League Baseball. Here's Kyle Corwin and Nate Reyes. It all starts right now. Welcome back to the 3-0 Take. This is episode 162. I'll be your host, Kyle Corwin, and I'm here with my co-host, Nate Reyes. Nate, what a World Series. Super solid. Loved it. Let me let me just mention here before we get going. I think it's extremely fitting. Episode 162, wrapping up the 2020 season. Do baseball gods intervene into podcasts as well? I think so. Yeah. Okay. Just checking. I mean, it makes sense. Yeah. It's poetic. How can you not be romantic about baseball? How can you not? And how can you not love what we just witnessed tonight? It was a great World Series. It really was. Through and through, great World Series. And I was, we talked about it a couple weeks ago. I was getting a little a little burnt out at certain points through the postseason. A little burnt out, a little bored. Especially after my boys were knocked out. I was just like, ah, this is tough to watch. This World Series did not disappoint. Extremely competitive. I, I loved it. Yeah, I... I got a lot of thoughts on what we what we saw tonight, and I know you do too. I mean, let's just say, let's just put it this way: I just got off a plane like thirty minutes ago. Yeah, this is this is raw. Like, yeah, we were you and I weren't even planning on recording tonight. We were going to record tomorrow morning. Yeah, but some things transpired tonight that got you a little riled up, got you a little worked up. You said, "No, we got to record I, right now." I was sitting at the gate, about to board. Watching the game, it's when I like officially was able to sit down. I think it was like the third inning. Then I'm on the plane, and we take forever to take off. And by then, everyone knows what transpired with Mr. Cash making questionable decisions. And I texted you because I'm still on the ground, like waiting to take off. I texted you. I was like, I cannot wait to record. I can't wait. I'm glad we did because I, I want to get your take. And like I said, this is raw. I have zero notes. This might be the most no notes raw recording we've had in a long time. No notes. Like I said, weren't even planning on recording tonight, but we're here for the people. We're doing them a service. Yeah. So here we are. Where do you want to start? Can we, we should probably start on the raise side. Yeah. Outside this of be, this game. This might be a little Dodger heavy. Yeah, outside of this game, we'll we'll start with the Rays side. Randy Rosarena just delivered probably the the greatest offensive postseason we've ever seen in baseball. Arguably the greatest playoff slash postseason performance by rookie in any sport. I, would, I don't think that's a stretch. I don't think so. I I would agree. I think he finished with 20 29 hits if I if my math serves me correctly. Record was 22, I believe. 21-22. Yeah, it was Jeter, wasn't it? Back in 96. Only player in postseason history with double digit home runs. With 10, not just 10th tonight in the first inning. 
I've already made my thoughts clear on him. I I need not say more. It was insane. Insane. And I I'm a you know, everyone knows. Every listener out there that's been with us for a little while, I'm a diehard Jeter fan is forever my favorite player of all time. But a Rosarena, I'd love to know the average exit velocity on his hits during the postseason. Dude smokes baseballs. Jeter found holes. He made a career of finding holes. A Rosarena doesn't find holes. Like he just smokes the ball past everyone. Hits the ball so hard. There is no this like bloop single squeak through the five five none of that dude every ball is smashed all over the zone yeah eyebrows high i mean joe Joe buck's call of his second hit tonight he was like hard hit and another hit it's like that's all that's that's all there is to the equation for mr that's it very hard hits base hits that's it it's nuts he was phenomenal and it cannot be forgotten just because they didn't win. His performance has to be, oh, man. I mean, we've, we've, you and I have lived through some great players. We've watched some great postseasons in our lifetime. This performance is, is hands down above anything I've ever seen. Anything. Dominant. Yes or no, and it might be difficult because he might be riding riding the hype a little bit. Does he go on to become a star, or do we look back at this a year, two years from now, like a like a David Freeze kind of view this as a thing, as a one month wonder? I think he's gonna be a star, man. I really do. Who do you who? What kind? What level of star? Who do you put him up there with? It's hard to say if it's going to be a forever long term thing. Someone made the 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 comparison to Andrew McCutcheon, and I didn't hate the comparison. Okay. I think Andrew McCutcheon was a star, not necessarily a superstar. Never really made it to that next tier. Fair to say. I don't know if Rosarena is or is not in that, that Actually, upper tier. I really like that comparison. <clears throat> I, I hadn't thought I do about too. that. Like, and, and we think about it, like Pirates stays McCutcheon, very good. Something to worry about. On the bases, pop. In the outfit, like he had it all. I, I don't know. I think from the looks of it, Rosarena looks like more of a natural hitter than McCutcheon. I, I think we kind of have to say, yeah, superstar. Because to be fair. So, oh, hold on, yet. hold on. Star or superstar? Superstar. Wow. He, he didn't play all year. Uh, uh, he, he came up two weeks before the postseason started. I can't. I can't argue with what you're saying. Right now, he is the talk of the town. 
That yeah, was phenomenal. I mean, he, I mean, he is a rookie at the end of the day. People, I feel like, are forgetting that. So it's like this isn't a thing where he's been in the league a few years and then he hits yeah. like maybe 220 throughout the year and then decides to have a, a month of his career. It's like, yeah. no, this dude just got here. Yeah. This is his cup of coffee. He just got here. So I feel like it can only uh, yeah. go up. Agreed. I mean, this is an amazing performance. The Rays will be in the postseason moving forward. He's going to have much, you know, many more opportunities. I don't know if they're going to have opportunities to win World Series if Kevin Cash makes decisions like he did tonight. Yeah, Nate. we might as well just we might as well just get this out of the way. Let's just get it out of the way. Tell me your thoughts on Kevin Cash pulling a Mr. Blake Snell in the sixth inning. Five and a third. 75 pitches. Top of the lineup coming up. 0 for 6. Six punch outs. One little off the label single up the middle. Gone. Pulling him. Baseball is not a math problem. Baseball is not a math problem. You can't just solve it. Baseball has a heartbeat. You cannot just constantly stick to analytics. It does not work. It, I, as soon as I watched it happen, I keep thinking of the end of Moneyball where we watch the twins like catch that catch the pop up and then they celebrate and it like the players start to disappear and then the stadium goes dark and it kind of pans in and oddly enough you hear joe morgan's voice in the background he says you can't bean count baseball that's not a billy bean that's like bean count you can't treat this game strictly with numbers and math there is a heartbeat that is a variable that will never be quantified it can never be put to a number there has to be a combination and i understand that these are the types of moves you've been doing all year this is the reason you're here i get that you lost with a very tired bullpen you had a fresh rocking dominant Blake Snell on the mound I don't get it I don't get it and I heard something of Nick Anderson's seven straight games with giving up a run also heard some tidbits about Mookie's line on right on right. How he's struggled with lefties. He was clearly struggling tonight. I get it. I understand. But when you constantly, I don't want to hear the third time through the lineup theory anymore. Don't want to hear that. If you don't, have pitchers that work through those scenarios on a constant basis, of course they're going to have bad numbers. Of course the OPS is going to go through the roof when they see a a lineup the third time. 
I would have liked to, I, I got to lose with my guy. I got to lose with my dog. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I, I agree with you, but the Rays, as you've already touched on, they're not the team to do that. And I don't think Kevin Cash has really shown us in his time with the Rays that he is going to be the guy that's going to lose with his guy, as you said. And I think we saw it. I mean, we saw it tonight. We saw it on the biggest stage. He's like, you know what? I'm going to turn this into a math problem. I'm going to try to put pieces of the puzzle that don't belong. Look what happens. Like, you got to have That's a feel. Not, there and I gotta, has to be a feel. I got to tip my cap to our guy, Eric, on Twitter. As soon as it happened, he tweeted at us saying that I was going to be coming on here tonight with a resounding, what are we doing? Yeah. To Kevin Cash. I mean, I need that. I let it eat. Come on. Give me it. I've been hearing it since I was a kid. What are we doing? There it is. <laughs> I mean, the guy had nine, nine punch outs against the Dodgers. Two hits. The dot. I don't care if it's the World Series. I don't care if it's opening day with that lineup and you've punched out nine guys. And you 75 are, pitches. You were on cruise control. And like you said, gives up a little, little, little dinky Ball's shot. not roped. No. It's not a bloop, but it's not roped. No, that, that ball did not come off the bat of Randy Rosarena. It was not roped. And it, then you're just going to march on out there and go, as you said, I think you made a great point on whatever. I, it was either the last episode or the one before that where you basically were just like, These, this team is depleted. They are exhausted. tired. And I think we saw it from the pen. I think he, I think he went to the stable one too many times, a little too early. Can can I get? I need I need some credit. I I've been saying this for a long time. This is something that you can't do. The Rays can't continue to do that. You are going to wear your roster out and i told you they were tired after a five game series with the yankees and a seven game set with the astros and then a six game set with the dodgers it you can't do that you can't talk about how you need length with your starter and he's going to give you length and you cut him short because of an 85-mile-an-hour single up the middle? What? I don't like he, it. He lost this. There's, no other, there's literally no other way to put Kevin Cash. Kevin Cash just lost the World Series. Tampa Bay Rays did fine. Kevin Cash... Lost the World Series. Which is so tough to say. Like, I don't get any... I get no joy I, yeah, out of saying I, I, that. No one likes seeing this. Because this is the script. But, I mean... it. Yes. Okay. We can talk about no, no offensive support behind Snell. We can talk about that. Randy Rosarena carried all offensive stats. All postseason. But we knew this. 
I've been saying this for a while. They're not a dominant team. Offensively, they're just not dominant. They're not going to score seven runs a ball game. They're not going to embarrass you in the hit column. I mean, you can only expect so much going up against LA. That I think that's the bottom line. And you got cute. Then you overmanaged. Yeah. You know when you're watching a movie and it's a bad movie, but it may have a good actor in it, and you're like, he's really just overacting. You're overacting. You're doing too much for this part. Kevin Cash, bro. You need to be able to step back and let the, the let this play out. There's a heartbeat to a baseball game. It is not a math problem. You do not have the answer. And I hated it. Well, let me I say hated this. It. I hated seeing Snell come out. I hated that he had to bite his tongue sitting there in the dugout. I felt horrible for him. And they kept staring at him. And he's sitting there with his mask on. You have no idea what he's saying, what he's talking to a teammate. And you have to know that that entire dugout, and we've talked about this. We've said this for weeks. You got to buy in. The entire roster bought in on Kevin Cash from the start. They got it. Everyone bought in. But I can promise you, no pun intended, once that happened, they cashed out. I mean, the two things with me. First, like I said, I get no joy out of this. I'm a, I mean, I, I'm totally against the whole math problem, analytics, all that, this whole new age approach. And when I, when I say new age, I mean like new age, like mm -hmm. what Kevin Cash clearly is, is doing. But it doesn't take away from the fact that he's an incredible manager and the fact that he, fantastic man, he was the mastermind behind, this operation and they're, he was he's the reason they're here he's the reason Absolutely. they're here but the other thing on the flip side you can't go to the guy who used to be your ace used to be your your horse still a great pitcher you can't go to him and basically say hey save our season get us to game seven and then he goes out there and does exactly what you asked him to do. And they'd be like, Hey, thanks, but no, thanks. We're going to, we're going to head to the pen, head to the stable. Snow had eight strong in him. I have no doubt. He had eight strong in him. And you could tell if, if you looked at his facial expressions throughout the game, you could tell that the dude was locked in. Like he would, he wasn't, he wasn't smirking after strikeouts. He wasn't really giving you too much emotion on the mound, walking off the mound out in between innings. You could tell he – it was almost as though he he just put himself on autopilot until yeah. he – he probably would have been on autopilot, like you said, until maybe the eighth, seventh yep. or eighth. And then you maybe you would have saw something out of it. But the dude was just – it was like he wasn't even there. It's like it wasn't even him. He was just up there throwing balls, throwing strikes. But you get what I'm saying? Just chucking it in there, nine punch outs. And you got nothing out of him. Emotion. He, the dude was locked in. And the reason in my mind is because I, I think of some contradictory things that Cash did. We watched Glass now this off or this postseason get to 120 pitches in a loss against the Astros. And we're like, 
Was that the Astros or was it the World Series? I can't remember. I feel like this World Series is taking like three weeks to get through. Yeah. Either way, I, I, I just don't, I don't get the decisions. Then it, it's tough, man. It's so hard to watch. Like Snell looked amazing. He looked great. And there's times where you just got to, you got to throw away the numbers for a second and just sit there and watch the baseball game. See what's going on. Get your face out of the clipboard for 30 seconds. The guy was calm, locked in, and dominant. I don't know, man. I'm, I mean, I know that I'm kind of riding this Kevin Cash, what are you doing train right now? But on the same, I don't, for me, I got to have a little respect for the guy for, I mean, if that's, I mean, he's living and dying by the same approach. Yeah. He didn't, he didn't try to get, I mean, yes, to your point, he, he tried to get cute at a point in the game in which he should not have, but he didn't. When I say he didn't get cute, I mean it in that in the sense that he didn't divert from his game plan. Mm-hmm. The game plan he's had since he's got there. Yep. Before this so, season. I mean, I gotta I gotta respect that at least. Sure. But I think there's there's parts of your math equation that you didn't factor in. Nick Anderson has struggled since the Yankees series. Your bullpen is tired. You have a fresh Cy Young winner on your mound who has thrown half the innings that he normally would in a regular season. What are we doing? Why? Those have to come into into effect. It was just, it's tough to watch, man. That's going to be the script. And, Honestly, I mean, low key, I want out if I'm Blake Snell. I want out. I'm out of here. This would this would stick with me for a long time. I would want out. I'm not going to be this guy moving forward that's going to get you into the fifth and give up two hits, one of them being a dinker, and I get yanked. I'm not, I can't live that life. Yeah, I then mean, it's not about it's not. A, and you said it exactly. Blake Snell did exactly what you wanted, exactly what you asked for in the post game. Cash is like he gave me more than what I was hoping for. Did he? More, because he had a lot more left. Tough. I'm how done much, with it. How much more did he have, Nate? A lot more. A whole lot more. Uh, I'm done with it. On to the on to the title town Dodgers. How about it, man? How many years? How many years? Thirty-two. Thirty-two years. Eighty-eight. Thirty. Thirty-two years. Thirty-two years in the making. That's probably how how long it feels for Mr. Clayton Kershaw. Oh man, dude's been grinding. I'm just happy for a lot of dudes. Our guy. Ross Stripling, 
Yeah. How about that? I mentioned to you before we hopped on here, because you said you weren't able to catch post game. Dave Roberts gave, for those listening and you have, and you uh, hadn't, you didn't get to see the post game speech for Dave Roberts. Go listen to it. Incredible. Didn't have a piece of paper. From the heart, gets up there. Yeah. Also, side note to interrupt. The reason I missed it because I was on the plane and the Wi-Fi cut off, and and then I'd get up and get my bags and stuff. I mean, why, why was the owner talking for like ten minutes? Off a piece of paper, that, which is kind of my point. It like, was absurd how long that speech was. Sorry, go ahead. I mean, it was good though, but it was I'm great. Not knocking if him. it was half of half of the length, I'm still happy, and I would have heard Dave talking his talking his thing but i missed it because the owner was on there for a half hour but anyway <laughs> all that to say i tip of the cap to both i think i think the owner's the owner's speech was incredible i i mean he he kind of touched on everything what baseball what the world has gone through this year yeah kind of acknowledged that basically it was like hey, i hope this helped in, in so many words all that to say dave robert dave roberts gets up there Gives just a great speech from the heart and acknowledges towards the beginning. It wasn't like an afterthought. He gets up there and says to the guys that aren't here, thank you, Ross Stripling, thank you. And I'm like, I mean, I even had to message Ross. I was like, dude, congrats, man. Like, we're so happy for you. The fact that, I mean, he had to go through obviously not knowing at the time, but he had to go through the whole 2017 experience in the world series, mm-hmm. Houston, that whole deal finds out years later, a sham. You got to deal with that. Wonder what if you get traded to the blue Jays this year, it's like kind of sucks, but for him to be able to watch these guys, watch guys that he went out there every day with and just balled out with and to be able to see them do this. I mean, that's awesome. I mean, he's, yeah. he's a world series champ. And these are his boys and these are like, these are relationships that go outside of the diamond and, and their kids are playing together. And there's, there's so many relationships that we'll never know about. And it's just, it goes on and on. Then I don't, I don't even want to, I don't want to hear anyone looking up numbers. That guy has been with an organization for years and you know, the conversations and the tips in the, in the, in the pats on the back, to other teammates and and the clutch performances, it all gets put together to where, again, there's no number attached to that. There's no number attached to the times of you sitting in the dugout and picking up a guy after a tough outing or enjoying an off day to get their mind off of something. There's so many things you got to think about that you know his footprint is all over this all over it with with any of his teammates this is just as i mean this is just as much his ring as anyone else that we watched on tv tonight and that goes for any any player who unfortunately gets traded right before you know their their team wins it yeah so i mean we got ross we got as you as you already touched on clayton kershaw so happy for that guy. The conversation is done. done. The narrative's over. Yep. No mas. Gots to go. One of the best pitchers of our generation. Now, as David Price said in 2018, now holds the cards. 
They can't, they can't throw that at him anymore. And another thing, this season counted. Even if I was on the fence about that at first pitch of game six of the World Series tonight, which I wasn't, but if I had been, what I saw after the final out erased any doubt. I was mm-hmm. like, the celebration looked exactly the same. Mm-hmm. You can tell these guys, there was just a, a collective sigh of relief. Mm-hmm. It may have not been a marathon like you're going to see every other year in baseball, but this the was a pretty... were way tougher. Yeah, this was a sprint to the fullest. Mm-hmm. And I tweeted before the game, I said, if the Dodgers are to win this World Series, at least there won't be much debate as to whether or not the champion would have been different had we played 162. Because mm-hmm. you look at the Dodgers True. heading into a season, regardless of this were, year, if it was yeah, 60 or 162, I mean, I have a hard time believing that anybody's being a Dodger. And the, the thing, best team in baseball won. Wire to wire. And the thing with the yeah. Dodgers is, is like some of these teams, okay, so say, say the Reds were to somehow make it to the mm-hmm. World Series. You look at that and you go, I don't know if they've got the debt for a 162. The right. Dodgers do. Oh, yeah. They, we could have played 300 games this year. Yep. Mm-hmm. And they'd still come out on top. I'm convinced. Yep. yep. So. Yep. I was happy to see it. Happy for Kirsch. The, like I said, n- the narrative's done. Yeah, that's done. Stop talking about it. Got to get rid of that narrative. And it, it wasn't a dominant postseason by any means, but he did his job. He did his job. Another guy did his job, Corey Seager. Shout out to him, World Series MVP. Sheesh. My 2020 fantasy every season episode? shortstop. Uh, yeah. I remember when we drafted, by the way, you were like, mm-hmm. should I go? No, you know who I said that about mm-hmm. was you, Darvish. And then. Yeah, I told you that was a terrible pick. And look at us. We were yeah. definitely wrong. Anyway. And he goes out and has a Cy Young caliber. Former season. Dodger. BT Dubs. BT Dubs. Um, yeah, Corey Seager, eight hits, two ding-dongs, five ribbies, scored seven times, and hit 400 for the series. So Solid. That's how you say solid. Great defense also. Like, uh, it's he's a vacuum over there. And a guy who was in the news for other reasons tonight who – some thought may somehow sneak out a, a World Series MVP, Justin Turner. What a wild! First of all, congrats because he's the I, he's very much their captain. He is their guy. Oh yeah, for he's sure. He's their leader, and he's so, in that he's in that conversation with Kershaw, guys like yeah, that, Kenley yeah. Jansen. He this he's their big poppy in my mind, one hundred percent. He is their he's their you know their clubhouse leader. Um. What are, what are we doing with the COVID stuff? What? I mean, we I just got an update when we started recording. It says not false positive. He tested positive twice today. Why <laughs> did you start the game? Why was he allowed to play? Why was he yanked? Why was he allowed to come back and celebrate? Pick which route you want to go. Well, 
also COVID related. Ma, uh, uh, our guy Manfred not wearing a mask on stage. Everyone else what wearing a, a mask. Bum. I'm what so a, glad they. What a hypocrite! You freaking loser! I'm so glad they booed him off the stage yeah. twice. Freaking loser! Also, by the way, and I don't mean this to sound insensitive at all, but I don't know. Well, crap! You didn't see it. Yeah, I, I was like a lot of post game stuff. I was genuinely concerned for Manfred there for a hot second because he was talking like I've heard him talk before, like for an extended period of time. It honestly sounded like he was borderline having some sort of mental breakdown, like with his speech or or something. It was I if you didn't catch it. Go back and it's it sounds really bizarre. Like when he's talking with Seeger presenting mm-hmm. the trophy, it was mm-hmm. really strange. And I'm okay. like, is this dude having an episode here right now? I yeah. I don't know. It I don't I don't bring that up again. Don't I don't bring that up to be insensitive, but it was yeah. just something that I caught tonight that I didn't like interesting. Really, yeah. Didn't hear anybody talking about it. And I was like, that's kind of yeah. weird. But yeah. Assuming all is all right with him, I'm glad they booted him off the stage. Yeah. Because guys bummed. But also not wearing a mask. Also, also not wearing like what are we doing? The yeah, owner had whole... a mask on. Dodgers owner had a mask on. Pulled it down when he was talking during his speech. Everyone's got a mask on. Yeah, the whole Justin Turner thing. But going back to that, did he? I thought I read, and there was obviously a lot of information coming in all at once. But I thought it was from yesterday's test, and they didn't get the results until mid-game. Right. What's the point then? <laughs> What's the point of yanking him if that's the case? He's already been around the, the rest of the dudes. Maybe he's already an, been in the in the lineup hugging people. Maybe it's an optics thing. I mean, I don't know. Well, no, it's not. It's not an optics thing. Aren't they required? They're required to pull him at that point. The league, I think, mandates that, don't they? Why? It's the last game of the year. What do you mean? Why? Look who's at the helm. Not wearing his mask. Yeah. I don't know. It doesn't make any sense. But why is he allowed to come back out and celebrate? All these freaking kids running around everywhere. I just it's very confusing. I I don't I don't like it. I would have rather have read that tomorrow. Just been like, eh, whatever. Yeah. The fact that I read that today is kind of taking it away a little bit. It's taking the moment away for me. Yeah, I mean but I, also I, like screw it, whatever. Like as long as he stays healthy and everyone else doesn't get affected by this, let him lick that trophy. I mean, maybe this is like a wildly unpopular opinion, but I mean, just let him stay out there. Yeah. Finish the game. Let him I celebrate. I love to see him celebrate. I mean, come on. Like, I get it. We're dealing with the health of other individuals. If, to be fair, this happened in like the what? The sixth or seventh? I think it was we don't know seventh. If, uh, we don't know if the game's over. Maybe the Rays come back and force the game seven. Then it really would look bad but either way that doesn't have to be public knowledge it doesn't have to be public knowledge that you heard about it mid-game let it come after let the update come in tomorrow and say there is a game seven and he's not allowed to play it because of it you know what i'm saying like i don't know media sucks media just ruins everything all media except us. facts yeah, um, I'm gonna, him. I'm gonna make you a little grumpy now. I think it's time. I already know what you're gonna. I've say. been nice, been nice for like a what? We're we're going on like 25 minutes now. 
No, uh, much longer minutes, than 25. Ah, 45. It's been an hour and a half already. Yeah, it's been, uh, about, uh, it's been about half an hour. I'm being nice, but now it's time. This had to hurt. The way Mookie played, it wasn't like he was a non-factor. It wasn't like he, oh, he did, he did good defensively, but like didn't really do his thing at the plate. No, no, no. Man was all over the place, left his print all over the game, ends his season with a freaking frozen rope off the back wall to left center bullpen, scores on a, a very routine ground ball to the first baseman that wasn't even that close of a play. Spectacular secondary, spectacular read off the, off the bat, and it wasn't even close at home. He was very safe. Yeah, that was very much a, like, I'm going to apply this tag just to show that I applied it. Yeah, kind of like when you do a pickoff move, they're like, eh, you're safe. I'll just I'm gonna tag you anyway. That's exactly. what it was like. He was so safe. This, to me, in my mind, watching that game specifically, is he's the only other player I could have thought of that would have taken MVP away from Seager. He I mean, was Justin, all over the place. Justin Turner was in the running, but yeah, Mookie, I think, was not. There were so many candidates, honestly. For me. For me. Yeah, Gorgeous, yeah, by yeah. the way. That guy definitely deserves anything. That guy should never pay for another thing in L.A. again. Phenomenal. Kid balled out, man. But I'm just, this has to, this can't feel good. I mean, it doesn't, but I mean, I don't know what you want me to say. I mean, because, he, like how much of, of, a, of a scale, and we're doing a, a percentage split here, are you like 70% pissed, 30% happy for him? Is it, a, is it the other way? Okay, well, before we get into that, how about that alert the other day that came out and said, he Mookie's, thought he was going to be a Red Sox for life? What is, th- well, what is that? Media, Come bro. On. It's just media just coming out and ruining your day. <laughs> what is that i don't i don't know part of me part of me is happy for him because it's like you know what give me that percentage i want to feel this it's like we we made you who you are guy like 10 percent. oh we yes made you- that's so much salt that's 90 percent that- salt right there tell me i'm wrong you think he you think he developed into the player he is in the what six months he was in la so you're no. saying like 10 percent happy for him 90% salty. No, I'm going to be a I'm going to be a mature thoughtful <laughs> what percentage are you and just give my decent guy? human being and I'm going to say 3.7% happy. No, I'm kidding. Oh, I, yeah. I'm going to say No, I'm yeah. I'm give definitely me like 12% for the number of years that he's going to be. Stop. Stop. <laughs> You know what? Actually, I was just about to say I'm definitely more happy than not. But now that I think about it, I You're think salty. I'm, I'm a little salty. So I'm going to go 45, 55. <laughs> I think that's, 55 salt. Yeah, I think that's fair. 45% happy for him. I think that's fair. The guy was just everywhere. He is. For me, I would take him over Mike Trout right now. I really would. Bro, I got you are I mean you already mentioned it. His home run in the I think it was the eighth solo shot in the eighth. I that got was that could have been a grand slam, by the way. That was such a gut punch oh, to yeah. the Rays. Oh, that was such a miserable punch. Oh, yeah. All wind out of the sails. Gone. 
Yeah, might as well have been 10 runs scored yeah. there. But I legitimately got chills watching him around the bases because for me, it went back to watching him in Boston. And the narrative with him in Boston was, well, he has an MVP caliber season every year, but he can't perform in the postseason. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I remember when, I think it was in LA, I think it was, I want to say it was in the clinching game, in the fifth game. That's what they said. He, he had a home run in that one too. Yeah. And so I think he's he's finally coming around to the point and he's going to be in the postseason again and again For a and again. Long time, yeah. And I think this is just him starting to heat up a little bit in the postseason being like that, just like the Kershaw narrative, this narrative's over. And I'm going to leave a nice taste in your mouth here with this little laser. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, for that, for, for me, that was cool. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm a little salty, but I mean, as a baseball fan, I have to be able to look at what he's doing and what he's going to continue to do. Incredible. And, and just sit back and, and be amazed. Incredible, incredible teammate, incredible baseball player. It, like personality the dude is just through and through a true pro true pro and he has and he's so freaking mature man like you watch him celebrate and he celebrates the way you should celebrate throw everything throw the glove throw the hat jump around with your homies and then you come on for an interview and you are just freaking nails you're answering every question you're you're saying everything the correct way. Move, move over pro. everyone else. He's the face of the Dodgers. Move over everybody. That's Kershaw's team, and and Justin Turner is the captain in the clubhouse. But Mookie's face—you could just take the LA off the hat and just put Mookie's face up there. This is Mookie Wood all day. Change the letters on the mountain. Mookie Wood. I like it. I'm here for it. Love it. Fantastic. What else we got, man? Tired. Tired? I mean, it's two a it's it's quarter after two here on the East Coast, my guy. It's like what, six PM out there? It's probably dinner time for you. 1115. That's what it always feels like. <laughs> Sunday, bro. Sunday we'll be on the same time. We are well, everyone else is switching. We don't. Because we're the only ones that have our head on straight, apparently. So daylight saving time is just ridiculous. Like get rid of it. When is daylight saving time? Sunday. This Sunday? Yeah, this weekend. No. 100 percent All right, I'll take your word for it. It'll be two hours apart. Recording will be way easier. Right when we go on our little vacation. Yeah. Looking forward to that. <laughs> we got we we took one giant step towards that tonight. I'm pumped. So we got I mean this is this is the last one of the this is like the last in season episode. We got mm-hmm. now what do we got? A, a 2020 recap coming. Yeah, we got some awards to cover soon, obviously. So a recap and then nice little nap for a little bit nice little hibernation period yeah we haven't taken we haven't taken an extended break since we started this i think we're due we're due man there's been a sprint and we kept kept everybody in the game in the in the covid extended off season crap 
yeah by the way like if you're ever bored go back and, and listen to those they'll yeah. just hold up yeah if you didn't if you didn't get to check out the uh interviews with the yeah we we had on there 100 percent hold up and honestly we really don't talk too much too much about current status it's it's really a lot of a lot of about that player and about that individual and big picture achievements stuff. and stuff so go back and listen to those the incredible humans that it came on to to our episodes and, and chatted up with us it was a it, definitely go back and listen Liam Hendricks, Johnny Gomes, Dallas Braden. I mean, we had a we had a whole slate on there. I love Dallas Braden. That guy is freaking crazy, and I love it. I'm all for it. All for it. We got any closing thoughts here, Nate? I mean, I, I'm getting a little like sentimental here. I feel no. like kind of closing another chapter here. But um, any other thoughts on on the World Series, the postseason as a whole? Postseason as a whole, I, 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 there was a point where I got a little tired. Not gonna lie to you, get a little worn out. Um, but I think it's just every series was super long, for the most part, except the first round. Um, love to hear that uh, we're not gonna have the same amount of teams next year. Um, so that's gonna be a bonus. But uh, I gotta give props where props are due. We had a full postseason. We had all of our games were there. Everyone for the most part until. I th- they jinxed it, by the way. I saw something of like 90 straight days of COVID free in the MLB, and then Turner had to go ruin it. Um, but Which, she has by the way, ring. I'm yeah. I'm curious how how that came about, though. It makes you wonder, like where really makes you wonder. I don't like, know how does how does that happen. Hopefully, everyone ends up being safe from it. And nothing happens, but. Um, you know, overall, it's just, you got to give props to the MLB. They, this was organized awesomely. It was executed awesomely. I don't know if awesomely is a, a word or not, but I'm doing it. It was, they, it was, it was executed goodly. Yeah. Very, very goodly. welly. Very welly. Um, so, I mean, it's just, we, we had our season, bro. We had doubts. We, we had our scares. I was ready to cancel the season. So a weekend, you were ready to call it. But we had it. We had our season. We have our ring. We have our trophy. We have our World Series MVP. And it counts. Rings are rings. Yeah, I'm here for it. And the last thing I'll say on the Dodgers is if you don't want to, if you're one of those people in the camp, that doesn't want to count the season or you want to put a little asterisk next to it, why don't you look at the words you're using and remember what happened to them in 2017 and mm-hmm. say, you know what, even if I don't really think that this season counts, they deserve it. I'm going to give them a little, a little extra credit, if you will, mm-hmm. given what happened to them three years ago. Mm-hmm. All is to me, all is well in the world now in yep. terms of baseball. All it's, it's been the ship has been righted. The Dodgers got theirs. Clayton Kershaw got his. You love to see it. It just Manfred got booed. Man, it was complete poetic. Poetic. Love it. But for me, I mean, there there wasn't really anybody beside the besides the Dodgers for me. Uh, it to me it just makes sense. This is how it was, this is how it was going to go. 
totally fair and if anyone's curious they're looking at their holes in their bucket right now and they're going to be filled this offseason and they're going to come back even stronger next season i guarantee it which like at that point why even bother if you're the rest of the league oh seriously they're going to fill in any any problem areas their bullpen will be fixed one trillion percent because that is their only problem area honestly I mean, they have like six options crazy. for closer. So I mean, yeah. I think they're in good shape. Kenley, there. Uh, I think your, I think your days are about done, my man. I would ride off into the sunset. If my cutter went from ninety six to eighty nine, and I got my ring still, see you later. Speaking of which, they were interviewing Kershaw on MLB Network after the game, and kind of to that point, he was like, which I I thought was funny, but he was like, you know. I'm looking forward to maybe coming back next year if they'll have me and if they've got a spot for me. And he was standing there next to Walker Bueller and all the guys were started laughing. I'm just like, this guy is going to enjoy life mm-hmm. for the foreseeable future. Yeah. He is. Go get your back surgery, yeah. whatever you need to get fixed and be healthy and be happy. Because, man, you did it, bro. So happy for Kirsch. Happy for Kirsch. Happy for the Dodgers. Happy for our guy, Ross. Happy for the league. I know we kind of already touched on it, but just the fact that we were able to have a season this year. Like you said, we were doubting. I was especially doubting. Shout out to the viewers. Baseball's dying. Is it? Is it? Got all the viewership we need, baby. Baseball's here to stay. I don't know. I don't know what that narrative is about. Um, But yeah, shout out to the viewers. Shout out to the fans keeping the game alive this year. Not that it was ever going anywhere, but you know, you know who you are. You know what you did. If Shout I don't to the listeners feel my this season. bony butt sitting in a seat in a stadium next year, I'm going to lose it. Yeah. If we're not sitting in seats, if we don't have SeatGeek ad reads for two straight seasons, do you know? Lose it. Um. Yeah. So, yeah. Shout out to you guys for another awesome year it was abbreviated but we packed a lot into this year and we're not we're not totally we're not totally signing off just yet for the season like you said i got a, got maybe we, a little we we ain't done <laughs> can't even see the peak we got a little bit left here before we head into hibernation for a brief period of time but all i have to say thank you guys we did this it was, we made this it this was fun this was fun you got anything else uh Nope. That's it. You capped it off. It's freaking bedtime. Um, there's no more curveballs to chase. So y'all can just chill now, I guess. We love y'all. And as always, looking forward to talking more baseball with you guys soon. Until next time, stay filthy. What are you trying to take? You take!